A Sumas berry farm under fire yet again, uh, the target of a new lawsuit that was filed uh, this week, a big press conference in Seattle. The folks filing that lawsuit uh, talking a lot about uh, farm worker conditions. That's the big concern. And what is really going on with farm workers and how they're being treated here in, in the Pacific Northwest, here in Western Washington State or across Washington State, certainly, but even here in Whatcom County. Welcome back. We continue. You. This is The Farming Show, KGMI News Talk 790. I'm Dylan Honkoop. Glad to have you here uh, this morning. Certainly some very important issues uh, to cover. Every week there, there are, but uh, this week is certainly no exception. want to thank our sponsors as well. Farmers Equipment Company uh, on 19th Street there in Linden, as well as their location on Highway 20 down in Burlington. And Laurel Farm and Western Supply, just west of the Guide Meridian on Laurel Road. Longtime sponsors and supporters of this program program here, the, the farming show where we get to talk about issues that are important to farming uh, in and around here, Northwest Washington, where we live. We're, in some ways, we do farming a little bit differently than in other parts of the country. We've got different crops, different climate than, than say, the Midwest, where a lot of farming happens. So we have some unique issues, and so this is why we have this program to be able to talk, to talk about these things. Uh, accusations last summer, and they made a lot of headlines uh, about farm workers at a farm in Sumas, Blueberry Farm in Sumas, Sarbanan Farms, um, uh, lots of things said about uh, accusations made about farm workers not being treated the, the way that they should be. There were also ta uh, discussions at that time about a, a farm worker that had passed away. Um, that's an interesting point that I want to get to here in this segment as we're n suddenly not hearing as much about that. And I think there is a reason why, um, but we'll get to, to that part of this whole story. And really, our focus here this morning is to talk about what is the situation with how farm workers are being treated. What's going on specifically with the farm workers uh, at stake in, in these in this lawsuit and in, in these headlines, which are, are farm workers who are from Mexico or beyond other places, but mostly from Mexico via the guest worker H2A program. Uh, joining me right now uh, with a, a new organization, a, a new website, uh, farmworkerjusticenow.org, uh, Juan Baldovinos. Uh, he's the labor policy advisor for the Farmworker Justice Project with farmworkerjusticenow.org. Welcome to the program. Thanks for being here this morning. And uh, first, before we go anywhere, I want to get a little bit of your story. You grew up as a farm worker, a farm worker family here around Whatcom and Skagit County, correct? Yeah, well, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me, Dylan. Yeah, that is that is correct. Uh, my folks and I, we came, uh, we came to Western Washington in 1983. Actually, we were recruited by by uh, by one of the uh, raspberry farmers. Mm. Uh, we were living in Toppenish, Washington, when a a recruiter from uh, from actually I think it was uh, one of the Mayberries uh, who came and visited, knocked on our home, uh, and uh, and mentioned to my dad that there was uh, that they would provide free housing if they if he brought his family to to Western Washington, uh, actually on Birch Bay Linden Road. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that that labor camp may still be there. I think it is. But yeah, uh, yeah I believe it's still there. Yeah, that was back, back in the summer of '83, and we uh, 
And uh, it was a very, very good summer, by the way. So it was a fam- family work. We were doing, uh, we did from raspberries to actually start with strawberries, strawberries, raspberries, and blueberries. And we stayed at the uh, at that camp. Uh, it was an excellent, excellent summer because we, uh, I do recall going back, going back to, to Eastern Washington, returning back home to Toppin and Zilla and my dad buying, uh, buying our first family home, our first home with, with the, uh, with the uh, farmer, with the uh, summer income that uh, that uh, the whole family was able to to kind of put together and save up. Yeah. So no, <laughs> yeah. So you've been around all this basically your whole life. You know what what it's like, and from there you went on. You ultimately got your degree what at, at Central, and now you're a, a what a finance guy. I am. I'm currently the uh, yes. I have held uh, multiple uh, positions in finance and accounting. But yeah, so uh, yes, I went to CWU in Ellsberg. Uh, I graduated from Linden High School. So, but. Graduated from Linden High School back in 1990, went to CWU, graduated from CWU in 1994, and did an internship for the Boeing Company in, uh, back in the summer of 93, and wow. they offered me a job. Yeah, so I actually graduated. I marched from on, on a Saturday of June 1994 and went to work for, for Boeing the following Monday. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and, I, and I do have to say, you know, th- thank God I've been, I've been working ever since, have uh, – have held uh, multiple positions, including management jobs in finance and accounting, and I'm currently the uh, I'm currently the vice president of finance for a process manufacturing company uh, located in the port of Skagit. Very cool. Juan Baldovinos yeah. again with us here on the Farming Show on KGMI News Talk 790. He's labor policy advisor with far, uh, the Farm Worker Justice Project. FarmworkerJusticeNow.org is the website. With all of this stuff going on, certainly. Uh, with your upbringing around these issues and, and my upbringing as well, I mean, I grew up uh, on a, a Whatcom County berry farm, you know, working on the farm as well. Uh, but I know you in particular, you're very concerned about farm workers being treated well. Uh, you've probably seen the good and the bad. You know that uh, there have been some bad times of, of people who didn't do the right thing, but you are also concerned right now about some farmers being unfairly attacked you, you say in your bio at farmworkerjusticenow.org explain what what's going on with this well i think there's there's really uh you know we can't really say exactly what what transpired uh in sumas as far as the uh, situation yeah. that uh, that happened there uh you know none of us really know the specifics but uh what, what we can say is that the uh the farm girl are always trying to do the right thing for for the uh for the worker uh, you know one of the things that i can only speak in terms of all the uh, positive things that we have uh that we have uh, experienced with, with farmers, both in Eastern Washington and here in Western Washington. I mean, I can give you, I can give you lots of uh, little stories here and there. But yeah. one of the uh, one of the things that I do recall, uh, a farmer in Eastern Washington, I recall that my the eldest uh, brother of five boys. I remember one time when uh, when uh, we were out there picking apples in Eastern Washington in. And uh, I recall my brother being bitten by by some sort of insect. And I tell you, D- Dylan, uh, my dad went to the uh, farmers, to the uh, the house. We we walked from the orchard over to his home. We knocked on his door and and showed uh, showed him the uh, the hand that was beginning was was beginning to salt out due to this to to whatever he was bitten from. 
And the uh, and I I'll never forget this uh, how the farmer reacted to that. He immediately immediately took my brother to the hospital, to the hospital. And uh, it uh, and that was very shocking. It was a very shocking experience because I was young, but I was basically I was seeing how Dad was communicating with this farmer, and the farmer knew exactly what was going on, did the right thing. And uh, so th- these are the farmers that I have known growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another example of a of asparagus farmer, again, another farmer in, in eastern Washington, that I recall him lending my dad money. And, and what I mean by that is going to a bank, going to a bank with, with debt. And I was, you know, one of the things being uh, being the, the one that came here to the States before any of the seven kids, I was mm. the uh, translator. I was the uh, I was the one that was always there with dad and mom. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, I recall this farmer taking dad to a bank in Toppenish, Washington, and getting him uh, in signing for dad to get a personal loan, loan to be able to 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 you know to be able to make. He knew the dad would repay him back by simply cutting asparagus, which is what which mm-hmm. is what we used to do there in Eastern Washington. The uh, you know the other experience is Melton. It's an example of Melton. All those labor camps in Melton. I mean, I, I was there. We were there. Lots of families were there in uh, in in how all all of these labor camps were basically providing to us housing, clean housing. I mean, they, they uh, it it also provided a an environment, a family oriented environment. But what was really neat about that is how the uh, the farmers, in conjunction with the school districts, were able to to put together a migrant. Uh, evening classes for the kids to continue their education, and that was very, very helpful to me, and not only to me, but probably many other other kids that that, that felt because we were we, we couldn't we couldn't afford to to get behind on any of our courses. So I remember going to Melton High School in uh, in continuing on with my with my classes in order to be able to graduate in time. Same thing when we came to to uh, to to Western Washington with the Maybergs and Linden, some of those farmers there. Same thing could be talked about there. I you know I remember back when when uh, when Kurt Mayberry's camp and I and I do have to mention his name though in this case because I remember when that camp when that camp opened up, you know when that camp opened up to us the farm workers. I mean, we saw this camp as a as a resort. I mean, really. But I can tell you, I can tell you, all of us kids, we, we basically saw this camp of something that we never seen before. It was we treated this thing as a as a resort. <laughs> it had a little, absolutely. You know, we we I chuckle, but I, but it had a, a little um, what would you call it? a little um, family center where we where we would uh, coordinate. All these family events right in the center of the plaza, right? And I, you know, it's been it's been it's been years since I've been out there, but I I bet it's still there. And so, and those are the things that we recall. I recall I recall setting up some uh, some uh, all these all these uh, soccer fields out there and playing volleyball. I mean, it was it was the farmer who was basically doing all these things in care of the uh, of the employees of us, the farm workers. I, re- I remember driving. I, I remember driving through because that was out. It was kind of it's not right out by the road. It's kind of surrounded by fields. And I remember going through fields through those exact fields with my dad because he was just looking at the fields and then going through the camp. And I thought. I want to go play with those kids over there. That place looks cool. It's got a cool playground, and they're out playing soccer, and it looked kind of fun to me. I, I remember having similar thoughts as that, being kind of jealous. 
you know, it was it was really, really cool for us kids to, uh, I mean, all of us growing up there, uh, you know, it, it, it gave us an experience in a way that even though we were doing hard labor work right besides mom and dad, but at the same time, it provided us what what they were doing for us as 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 farmers provided us a relief for us to be able to 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 really clear our minds from the uh, from the heavy labor work that we were doing because we were we were about to just go home to our place to our home what we call home and be able to, to just at the same time be be kids and have fun yeah and, and that's that's what it provided so to us do you and Juan Baldovinos is with us right now he's the labor policy advisor uh with the farm worker justice project on a website farmworkerjusticenow.org uh, a, a website uh, talking about the h2a guest worker program specifically one that's been uh, attacked by by activist groups and others uh, especially in the wake of of concerns out at this uh, Sumas Blueberry Farm uh, most recently, but other times and other issues uh, going on in, in the recent past. Uh, we know the Sakuma Brothers uh, farms in, in recent years have been accused of, of many things, and a lot of it uh, circles around this this guest worker program. First off, Juan, do you, I mean, I would imagine you still have friends and or family who are in and around still working in this this farm worker world or are, are still engaged in this absolutely absolutely i'm still a member of the uh of the linden catholic church uh in linden uh, in uh it's one um we uh, we actually started the Spanish Mass back in 1983. I was a translator for many of the priests that have come through through the uh, through the Linden Mass, uh, and I continue to 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 stay connected with the community. So yes, to answer your question, absolutely, we still I'm still very much involved with all of them. Uh, there's a good community base from Linden that still knows me. But uh, you know, to your earlier question in terms of farm worker justice now and what is that all about? Uh, you know, it, it is it is is it's definitely it's protecting the right and the opportunity of people like myself, you know, to have to have the uh, the legal to have a legal good paying job in order to support families in Mexico. And I do believe that that is what the uh, the worker is looking for. Is looking for to be able to, you know, they're thinking about their family in Mexico. They're leaving behind their home country behind. They're looking for an opportunity that uh, unfortunately their home country is unable to provide to them. So they're coming. They're coming to the neighbor, to the U.S. With you know, to the uh, to to the. Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, I, I would probably think that uh, that they know that they know that the neighbors, the United States of America, the best country in the world, <laughs> and they know that it's going to be able to provide them an opportunity. Why not? Uh, and I do believe that the uh, the H two A program uh, provides them with that opportunity. Well, some some, them- some of these folks though are saying that the H two A program. Uh, uh, equates to modern day slavery and that that workers are being exploited and mistreated is that i mean what are you hearing from from people who are actually involved in this certainly not uh i mean certainly not i think that the folks as i said they're they're happy to be able to get an opportunity here in the united states to be able to come legally and work i mean the uh you know the bottom line they're able to earn in six months in six months they're able to they were to earn in six months what it would take them years to earn in their home country and that's unfortunate it is unfortunate because they are living they are living leaving their their family behind Mm -hmm. but at the same time but at the same time they, they do come here for a short period of time, six months, and they're able to go back and connect with their families. And uh, and you know what? What I'm hearing from them 
is that they will welcome the opportunity to come back. They want to come back. Not only do they want to come back, but they also want to be able to bring family members, family members that they see in their home country, in their villages, that, that would that would basically that would need exactly the same opportunity that they've been given. And keep in mind, a lot of these folks that uh, from Mexico, they do not know that these opportunities are there. So it is it is it is word of mouth. It is word of mouth. Those that are coming here legally, uh, being able to work for six months, being able to show that they're able to 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 progress forward and help their families. In uh, in it's uh, it, it, and I tell you, there's there's lots of uh, there are lots of families that are willing in uh, men in particular, young men that are more than willing to come here to the United States to be able to help their family back home. Juan Baldovinos is with us. Juan, we're almost out of time for this segment. It's been a pleasure to, to chat with you. So all in all, I mean, wh- why are we hearing all these terrible things about the, the H-2A program? From what I'm hearing for you, it's it's overall a very positive thing for these workers. It is a very positive thing. You know what I would what I would basically say, Dylan. In terms of your the the folks that are listening to this program, uh, I mean, go to our website, go to the Farm Workers Justice uh, Now org, you know, and learn about the facts. Learn about the facts in terms of what's happening. How these how these farm workers are protected. They are protected. Uh, in uh, in in the bottom line, what the uh, some of the information is being uh, is being said out there is false. Is false. Go to the website. You will see. You will see and and, and be able to just kind of educate yourselves and be able to see that this HOA program, it is it has its regulations, it is well protected, the employee is well protected, the farmers are caring. And, and here's the other bottom line about so there is a shortage of workers here today. And uh in and, and this is a way to be able to fill that gap. And and at the same time create uh, an opportunity for people who otherwise wouldn't be able to earn um, that kind of money in that short amount of time. It, it seems like a win-win, and certainly we uh, are always watching to make sure that people are treating farm workers well. It's very important, uh, but certainly for those jobs, those opportunities to go away would ultimately be very harmful uh, to to folks. From from what I can see and what I understand, one uh, Baldovinos again the uh, the labor party policy advisor with Farmworker Justice Project, the website farmworkerjusticenow.org. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your experience and your story with us here this morning. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for having me in your program.